James Kennedy Ministries presents Truths That Transform. We live in troubling times. What can you, as a Christian, do about it? How many people do you know that aren't saved? How many people do you know and love that, that aren't saved? Discover the most powerful thing you can do to rescue America on today's Truths That Transform. Welcome to Truths That Transform, a production of D. James Kennedy Ministries, where we are standing for truth and defending your freedom. Do you ever feel like the world around you is coming unglued? We no longer know what a woman or man is. Biological men increasingly dominate women's sports. Two-year-olds are kicked off commercial flights for not wearing a mask. The Biden administration gives a high-level job in the Department of Energy to a homosexual man who openly embraces an identity as a pup handler, someone who, believe it or not, leads other gay men who pretend to be dogs. To the eye, we are in a state of moral collapse. Without a doubt, Bible-believing, active, voting Christians are needed now more than ever. But while our votes are necessary and even essential, they are not sufficient to save our rotting culture. On today's program, you will discover the most indispensable ingredient for transforming our nation. We begin by introducing you to a wildly successful businessman who realized that the most important thing he had to offer others was a free gift. Barry McGuire, third generation president of McGuire's Car Care Products, realized financial success growing the company his grandfather founded in 1901. His long running television show, Car Crazy, brought fame and influence. Car Crazy! But Barry and his wife Karen noticed that something was missing. I sat down with him to find out what happened. We're maybe three years into our marriage and, and modeling after my parents, we volunteered for everything and we gave sacrificially to everything knowing God's just going to have to make it happen somehow. So we had all that going for us. And it seemed like the more we did for the church, the drier we got. Um, we actually talked about, Karen and I, about how Shouldn't we be having joy? I mean, we're doing all this for God, but we don't have any joy. The McGuire's had been trained to share their faith in Evangelism Explosion, founded by Dr. D. James Kennedy. You can't earn your way into heaven. I've been through the James Kennedy program. I, I did it. I have done that, but I, I didn't do it with fervor and commitment, and it wasn't a way of life. I did it on occasion, but I wasn't living for that. And you discovered that the joy is actually in the sharing. In the of sharing. And so then I started doing it, and, and horribly, of course, at first, <laughs> but God always uses it. And guess what? After I started sharing, it wasn't six months, and Karen's sharing her stories for the day, and I'm sharing mine. And we're having so much fun and, and having this joy. 
And it was then in study time, I found John 15, 11, where it says, my joy will remain with you and your joy will remain full. And that happens now. I, it just doesn't matter what happens. My joy is with you and it's true. I'm seeing Barry McGuire and, and though I'm born again and I love the Lord, I don't know if I have what Barry has. How do I get that? <laughs> I was an introvert. Really? I was an introvert. People don't believe that. I have to get Karen to come over and say, no, he really was. <laughs> well, it was this conviction, I need to share my faith. Always being ready to give a clear presentation and then recognizing that everybody around me is lost. What do you do? How many people do you know that aren't safe? How many people do you know and love that, that aren't safe? So he has one purpose. If you think about it, every theologian's agreed on it. He came to seek and save the lost. And so if we focus every moment of every day on seeking and saving the lost, we're living for his purpose. Reaching the lost with the good news of Jesus Christ is what motivated D. James Kennedy to found Evangelism Explosion International to equip the church to reach the world. In fact, just this past year, 14.3 million people gave their life to Jesus Christ through the ministry of Evangelism Explosion. Evangelism Explosion is a lay training program that was started right here at Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church in 1962. And it started with an amazing vision. What if the responsibility to share the gospel didn't only reside with the senior pastor, but what if everybody sitting in the pew could be equipped to share the good news of Jesus Christ? 60 years ago, Dr. Kennedy learned the power of people that are laity to learn how to share their faith. Here at Coral Ridge, we are training students and adults in Evangelism Explosion. We have currently six classes, four adult classes, as well as two student classes. And we also offer two virtual classes during the week. Uh, during uh, the COVID pandemic, it gave us the opportunity to connect with not only people here at our church, but people all around the country virtually. We're training over 100 people every single week to learn the gospel, to go share the gospel, and then go train others how to share the gospel as well. The Bible says the gift of God is eternal life. Jesus calls us all. He says, go and make disciples of every nation. This has changed my life. At seven years old, my mom learned how to share her faith, and she used me as the person she was training with, and that's where I became a Christian, and it has changed my life ever since. And I think that's why I'm so compelled to see this done, even at a young age with students, because it will forever change who they are and what they do. Evangelism Explosion is a great way to reach people outside the church. Well, we're studying how to spread God's word to others. I encourage people that it's the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that is leading you, the one that is going to change hearts and melt them. We're learning grace, man, God, Christ, faith, and the five points of how to like spread the word and how to say it clearly so others can understand it. My favorite verse in the Bible is, Do not be afraid or terrified, for the Lord your God is with you, and he will never leave you nor forsake you. And it's really useful in evangelism situations because there's a lot of fear. What's exciting about it is we get to learn about Christ and we get to learn about his love. I want to encourage all pastors and all Christians that are listening that there is nothing more exciting than leading someone 
to faith in Jesus Christ. And I remember as a 16-year-old, I had been a Christian for only two years, and I, I experienced my first conversion, sharing the good news of Jesus Christ that I had learned through evangelism explosion. It was something that I will never forget, and God used that to impress upon me the importance of training all Christians without exception. That really is the cause and the catalyst for the explosive growth that was experienced here at Coral Ridge and the testimony of churches all around the world that have experienced growth because of this program called Evangelism Explosion. The legacy of James Kennedy's uh, message is going to explode. <laughs> I think we're going to have an explosion of evangelism coming up on, on our doorstep. And I want to be, I want to be a part of that. And, and, and I need to get busy. And, and I tell Christians this. I say, you know what? I, the way I look at it, when you get to heaven, the only thing that's going to matter, it's not going to be how many bottles of car wax I sold. I, I don't think that we'll pay much attention to that. It'll really be how many people are in heaven because of my influence. And God has greatly prospered you, but prospered you for His purpose. For His purpose. It's His purpose. When you're sharing your faith, you've got joy. You're in the Word. You're praying. You're moving people closer to Jesus. And, and you're just in the game. And, and you're living for God's purpose. What's the driving force? It's following a message that James Kennedy gave me back in the 70s. And to say that I'm proud to be here with you today is an understatement. Well, the privilege is ours, Barry. You have inspired me, and I know that that's true for everybody watching as well. Thank you, brother, for igniting us. And uh, God may God continue to bless. Thank and we you. appreciate thank you, it. Thank you. You're awesome. You may think that sharing Jesus is only something for pastors or naturally outgoing people to do. But Barry McGuire was an introvert. He didn't begin sharing the gospel because it was easy for him. He shared it because of his biblical conviction that people will go to hell without Jesus. Think about the gravity of that. Jesus himself tells us, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The Jesus who saves and transforms is the only one who can save us personally and the only one who can save us as a nation. Dr. D. James Kennedy explains. My title this morning is, Well Done, Thou Good and Faithful Servant. But perhaps you missed the question mark at the end. Will you hear those words from Christ? Christ's first command and his last was that we should be fishers of men and witnesses to him, that he has died for a lost world and he calls us to go, everyone that names the name of Christ, to go and to share those good tidings, to proclaim the gospel. Laymen and ministers alike, men and women, young and old, are all called to the greatest work in all of the world, to share the glad tidings of Christ. How well will you have done in that day when you meet Jesus Christ face to face? I once mentioned that a clever person, unknown to me, framed the statement which has a great deal of truth in it, 
The main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. That applies not merely to churches, but to individual Christians as well. And the main thing for all of us is the great central commission which Jesus Christ gave to us that we are to go and proclaim the glad tidings to every creature. So I would ask, how well have you done in fulfilling the main thing, in keeping it the main thing in your life? Well, why should we do this? I would like to deal with the two questions of why should we do it and how should we do it? How can we fulfill that great commission? Well, the first reason, obviously, that we should do it is because Christ commanded us to. He said, Ye call me Lord, Lord, and ye say, Well, for so I am. But why call ye me Lord, and do not the thing which I say? And what he said was, Go into all the world and preach the gospel. What he said was, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. What he said was, Ye shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, all Judea, Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. That's why we should go. That's why we should be witnesses for Christ, because our commander-in-chief has commanded us to do so. And not to do so is to fail to follow that commander-in-chief, that one who is the captain in the well-fought fight. But many are A-W-O-L in the army of Christ. Are you? The second reason why we should be witnesses for him is because the world is lost and dying, and we have within our hands the only cure. We have the good news of Jesus Christ that a Savior has come. You and I and all of those who have received that, we have it in our power to transform their lives and to change their destiny from one of everlasting torment and suffering into one of everlasting bliss. How much more motivation should anyone possibly need? Or do you not believe the words of Jesus? Is there coiled within your breast a serpent of unbelief when you hear his words when he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life? No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Do you believe him? Do you believe that men and women are lost and perishing on their way to everlasting perdition? How can you pass them by day after day, week after week, year after year, and say that you have the love of Christ in your heart and not share with them the way? Do you believe the Scripture when it says there is none other name under heaven given unto men whereby we must be saved except Jesus Christ? Neither is there salvation in any other. He is the only hope of the world. And we therefore have the responsibility to share him with lost men. The third reason why we ought to share the gospel and be witnesses is because our own spiritual growth and well-being depends upon it. May I ask you this question? How is it with your spiritual life? 
Is it exciting, vibrant, or is it dull and jaded and stagnant and unexciting? The reason may well be because you are not sharing him with others. Fourthly, we ought to witness for Christ because it gives significance and meaning and purpose to our own lives right here. I remember reading about a young boy about 10 years old who decided one Saturday that he was going to build a castle in the sand at the beach. There were palaces and spires with little flags in the top. There were bridges and all manner of clever construction. And he was indeed well pleased. But what he didn't realize was that as the sun continued its western way, the tide was coming in and getting ever closer. But he was too enthralled in what he was making, what he was building there, until suddenly one large wave crashed and swept up through the moat, smashing the wall and turning his castle into a pile of sand. And he stared down in unbelief at the sad remnants of his great castle. I wonder how many right here in this sanctuary are spending their lives building castles in the sand. But if you work with souls who will live forever, then you will do something that has everlasting significance and not be like the little boy whose castle has turned into mud. That's why we ought to witness for him. And also our eternal rewards depend upon it. Daniel says that those that turn many unto righteousness shall shine as the stars of the firmament forever and ever. There will be everlasting rewards for those who have been faithful to obey Christ in his command, especially his great commission. Now keep in mind that our salvation is by grace. The message that we have to share with the world is not a message of reward and merit. It is a message of the free grace of God, the pure, unearned, and undeserved gift of eternal life to all that will trust in Christ. Yet on top of all of this, God is willing to graciously bestow other rewards, which we don't even know what they are. But I can tell you this, that they will be glorious. How do I know that? I know the giver. He doesn't give anything else but that which is grand and glorious. Lastly, there's something that we can't provide, and that is a passion for souls. Only God can give you that. Only God can cause you to have that burning in your heart that makes you want to go and speak for the Lord. Give me a passion for souls, dear Lord. When did you pray that last? I would challenge you to pray it this afternoon, to get down on your knees and stay there, to travail with the Lord and pray and be not satisfied unless he gives you that passion for souls that you cannot but speak.
that you grow weary with forbearing, and you must speak the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you will find such joy, such meaning, such significance, such purpose, such gladness in your life as you have never known before. May God grant to each one of you that holy passion, the master passion of our Savior, Jesus Christ. He was born and he lived for the souls of men. Can we do anything else? Can we do anything less? We can certainly do nothing more. May God grant it. You just heard Dr. Kennedy talk about the joy that comes with sharing Christ with the lost. So what may be stopping you? It may surprise you to know that the number one fear people have about sharing their faith is not being able to answer questions that unbelievers have. This is precisely why Dr. Kennedy loved to teach believers apologetics, what we call the defense of the Christian faith. We would like to send you his classic book, Skeptics Answered, as our thanks for your generous donation to help us stand for truth and defend your freedom. Skeptics Answered will help you with your own questions about the Christian faith and equip you to answer common objections to Christianity. And it's a perfect gift for someone who questions the truth of Jesus. Simply write to us at D. James Kennedy Ministries, Box 11154, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33339, or call toll-free 877-962-7677, or go online to djkm.org. In this book, Dr. Kennedy answers key questions such as, was Jesus God? Is Jesus the only way? What about the problem of evil? And much, much more. And if you're able to give a generous donation of $50 or more, we will send you the book plus a DVD of Max McLean in the dramatic play C.S. Lewis on stage, The Most Reluctant Convert. C.S. Lewis is widely acknowledged as the foremost popular defender of the Christian faith in the 20th century. And Max McLean brings him to life in this one-man show that traces Lewis's journey from avowed unbeliever to one of the most inspirational, beloved Christian writers in history. Sit back, relax, and be inspired as you watch this entertaining DVD program. It's also a great way to share your faith with a friend or acquaintance as they experience C.S. Lewis's road to saving faith in powerful, dramatic form. That's the book from Dr. D. James Kennedy, Skeptics Answered, as our thanks for your generous donation. And the book plus the DVD, C.S. Lewis on Stage, The Most Reluctant Convert, starring Max McLean as our thanks for your donation of $50 or more. These resources will strengthen your own Christian convictions and help you obey Jesus' commission to share your own faith. 
And as you donate, you are also helping this ministry to defend biblical truth and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ through broadcast, web, and print. Simply write to us at D. James Kennedy Ministries, Box 11154, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33339. Or call toll-free 877-962-7677. Or go online to djkm.org. What will happen to you when you die? It's an essential question because we will each face death one day. Yet it's startling how many of us are content to make up answers for ourselves when it comes to eternity. Late night TV host Stephen Colbert is in the habit of asking his guests what they believe about the afterlife. And their answers are typical of many. What do you think happens when we die, George? I don't know. Oh, I think we see everyone we love. Oh, man, you tell me. What do you think happens when we die? Uh, very little. I hope it's great. What do you think happens when we die? We go into syndication. I'm renegotiating as I age. Okay, good. So I ask you again, what will happen to you when you die? If your answer begins with, I think, you've already gone wrong. The question of your eternal destiny is far too important to leave to pop culture and guesswork to fill in the blanks for you. The Apostle John writes in the Bible, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. The true God has spoken to us in the Bible, and he has demonstrated in history that Jesus is our only Savior by physically raising him from the dead. God also clearly tells us in the Bible that there is a judgment coming and our sins will be punished. But the very best possible news is that Jesus suffered and died on the cross for your sins so that you do not have to pay for them yourself. If you turn away from your sins and place your confidence in Jesus Christ for the free gift of eternal life, you will be saved. If you want that gift, but have never received it, you can pray with me right now. Lord, I know I have sinned and deserved punishment, but I repent of my sins and place my faith in your son, Jesus Christ, for my salvation. Thank you for the free, unearned gift of eternal life in heaven with you. And please enable me now to live for your glory. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. If you sincerely prayed that prayer for the first time, we have a vital resource we would like to send to you at no cost or obligation to you. It's beginning again. Dr. Kennedy's book for new believers to guide you in your relationship with Christ. Contact to receive a copy today. And may God bless you as you do. D. James Kennedy Ministries is standing for truth and defending your freedom. I'm Frank Wright. 
Thanks for being with us, and here's a look at the next truths that transform. Jesus rose and showed himself to his followers and to more than 500 persons. And the witness of that truth is central to the gospel message. That's next week. This has been a production of D. James Kennedy Ministries.